0: Hi everyone, this is Danny.
1: And this is Sharissa ready to bring you Looking
0: Up. Starting right after this song.
2: There's a long, long trail to wind into the land of my dreams Where the nightingales are singing and away Till my dreams all come true Till the day when I'll be going down Welcome. My dreams all come true till the day when.
3: my Savior. He has promised heavenly treasures to me. Sorrow looks back, worry looks around, faith looks up.
4: Look to the heavens, you can look to
5: the skies. You can find redemption staring back into
6: your eyes.
1: everyone, and you are listening now to The Looking Up Show. We're coming to you live here in Newcastle area, the Hunter region. It is Wednesday the 23rd of August, and my name's Charissa, and I am joined in studio today by Pasadena. Welcome back.
0: Oh, I'm so thrilled to be back here in the studio. <laughs> holding back,
1: holding back. <laughs> with my
0: two best buddies, my two best buddies That's on right. The Looking Up Show. We've
1: got Shell here too, our wonderful producer. Hey! And Shell is here, that she's just reminded us this is our first time back together again after seven weeks.
0: I oh, know, can you believe it? The three the three stooges, or should I say the three amigos <laughs> or no the two amicas and the one amigo are back.
1: There you go. Whatever it is. We're well you're in California
0: You're in California, so That's you true. You know all about That's the
1: true. True.
5: the
0: amigos and the amicas. And you've been away. I have been away, yes. Well, where were you? I was up North Queensland. Right. Yes, getting bitten by <laughs> this crazy plant called a stinging tree. Have you ever heard oh, no. of a stinging tree? No, I have not. Wow, well, I need like at least 10 minutes to explain <laughs> the story and we've only got a couple we'll of minutes. We have to come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fantastic. I had a great break for about 10 11 days and um, Yeah, so I came back home.
1: Wonderful. Well, we're excited because uh, we've got a Bible study coming up a little bit later in the program. What's our topic today?
0: Uh, that's a good question. It's uh, we 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 are looking. We are going to be going all over the place looking at sounds
1: like a normal program, uh,
0: like a normal organic faith FM looking up program. Uh, now we're wonderful. going to be looking at some of the some of the events that have been taking place in the last few weeks, especially wow. in the last couple of weeks, incredible that are that are, are of huge days. huge prophetic significance. So wow. in Australia. America, and other parts of the world. So it's going to be huge. So it's it's going to be massive.
1: Well, folks, you heard it. You heard it. You don't want to leave this channel. You want to stay with us. This is going to be an epic program. We've got so much to talk about. And when you talk about prophecy, we're talking about Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy. prophecy. That ancient book having relevance for us today in 2023. Mm. This is exciting stuff. So a reminder, if you want to go back and check out past episodes of this program, you can do so by going to the faithfm.com.au website or get the app. We always say get the app because it's better. It is. The uh, towers may not cover your area, but if you get the app, you can hear us so long as you have service, data service. And, uh, yeah, you can browse everything there, not just our program, but there's so many fantastic mm. Christian programs on this channel, um, all kinds of topics. Including
0: Shell's program, that's on there as well. Including Shell's program. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, go and browse to your heart's content. And also, because this is a live broadcast, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're our studio number which you can text us on live, comments, questions, prayer requests, we'll take them all, is 488 So 0488-1762-4. Right now we're going to listen to Tori Harris bring us a beautiful song, Face to Face, and after that we will continue with this wonderful subject that we have today. Keep looking up and enjoy this song. Tori Harris, face to face. That was a beautiful song. Very, beautiful. Very beautiful good. and the
0: guitar. Just, yeah, just very, very relaxing. Yeah. Very relaxing. I felt like I was back in North Queensland on holidays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you can have that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> We are very much ready to talk about what's been going on. I've actually been keen to hear what you have to say. Oh, what's then, going on? Well, well,
0: before we get away. before we get into the nitty-gritty of the million and one yes, prophetic yes. things that are happening, that I mean, it is, tree. oh, the stinging tree, the stinging tree, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the stinging tree in a moment. But firstly, today, being August 23, is my sister's birthday. Oh, She's a birthday. regular listener. She is. And she, she said she'll be listening right now, so oh. my. My other sister, Rachel, so the birthday sister, she's Lydia. Yes. And, uh, I don't know if I should say her age. She she looks a lot older than what she is. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if that's okay to say either. Um, she's, I think, uh, 57. No, sorry, 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 sorry. She's 47 today, but she looks 57. No, just kidding, just
4: should, kidding. Should we cancel him?
0: <laughs> I think I'm going to get cancelled. No more no more dinners for me. No, so happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy Lydia. birthday, Lydia. And, um, yeah, very happy for you, too today and yeah big day yeah so so that's that and um, so also I've got a couple of programs that I just quickly sure. plug now Tell but at the who. end at the end we'll do that the Spanish church um, in Terelba Here in Newcastle area, Mm -hmm. I'm running a program called Prophecies of Hope for a Troubled World. Mm -hmm. And that's starting this Saturday morning. So it's going to be in Spanish and English. You speak Spanish. No, no, no. (laughs) Unless the Lord gives me the gift of tongues. (laughs) Um, No, I'll be... I'll be translated, I'll have an interpreter or I like to say an interrupter. Yep. So that'll happen this Saturday morning and if people want to go to the website discoverhope.life, discoverhope.life, they can find out where the Seventh-day Adventist Church, um, the Spanish Seventh-day Adventist Church is located there in Terelba. So it starts this Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Wonderful. There'll be two presentations, one after the other and then we have lunch. And the same for the following Saturday. So I'll be having another... Another two sessions the following Saturday. So it starts this Saturday, which is what day? I'm not even That's sure. That's the
1: 26th
0: of August. 26th of August. 26th of August. Yeah. So anyone, anyone who's Spanish speaking, come along, and uh, yeah, you'll you'll hear the message in your own language. And Spain, I mean, they're the World Cup champions.
4: <laughs> so they are. <laughs> yes, they
0: are. So that was a that was a big deal yeah. for for the nation of Spain. And, yeah, Australia got caught up in the whole thing and there was a lot of excitement about Australia's running the World Cup.
1: There was, and I actually watched the game and I got all excited about it too and then we lost.
0: Oh. But that's all
1: right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first soccer game I think I watched. Is that right? Yeah. Your first
0: women's soccer game? Yeah, the women,
1: first women's one, The first, yeah.
0: first women's soccer yeah. game. Yeah, was, but
1: uh, they did a good job.
0: They did a good job. Yeah. I couldn't Look, do
1: any better. That's for sure. No, no,
0: they, they, they had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun. So yeah. Well, our Spanish-speaking listeners, yeah, um, we we congratulate Feliz you. Feliz Navidad. Oh. That's that, all I know. Oh, that was, what, that's what does like that Merry mean? Christmas. Oh, Merry
1: Christmas.
0: Oh, have mercy.
1: <laughs> Comes in handy once a year. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. boy. I'm going to have to actually brush up on my Spanish, so I need to at least get a few.
1: You've got that now?
0: Yeah, no, I'm not going to say Merry (laughs) Christmas. I'm definitely not going to say that. I'm going to scrub that off. So, yeah, that's that. And then um, in another week after that, on the – let me put my glasses on here when it starts the following Saturday. Sorry, the following Friday night, um, September 1. Nice and easy to remember September 1 at the Bullaroo Church, my church, my home church. Yeah. We are running – a health and Bible-based program. So we've got two speakers, husband and wife, Rui Coelho. I know and him. You know Rui? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be he's Portuguese. Yes. He's going to be sharing uh, six messages from the Bible. He's entitled An Amazing Future, mm-hmm. and that starts Friday night, September 1, at the Bularoo 7th Adventist Church, and people can just Google that and they can find the address, um Of the church. And that starts here Friday night, 7 p.m. And then that's September 1. And then his wife, she'll be doing four programs on two Saturday afternoons, so the 2nd and the 9th. And her program is entitled Restoring Your Health. Fantastic. So we've got health so and much, Bible. Yeah. So
1: much to look forward to. Yes. Yeah, so
0: anyway, so there are a couple of things. Do you have anything going on at your church? Uh,
1: we do. We have a music series oh, wow. beginning this Sabbath, Oh wow. Saturday. Um, Justin's running it along with a man named John Duncan, but mostly I think he's got two presentations. There's seven in total and Justin's doing the rest.
0: That's a perfect number.
1: Yeah. It's called Resounding.
0: Resounding.
1: Resounding. Every message starts with an R-E. Oh, <laughs> Re- yeah. Like, uh, reform, remake, renew, all this. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's called resound. God's Principles for Music. So yeah, Oh wow! see what the Bible has to say and yeah, the history, some incredible things, history of music and the Protestant Reformation even and stuff like that.
0: Oh wow, so that's going to be quite a comprehensive seminar.
1: Yeah, I guess so. So it begins at 11 a.m. this mm-hmm. Saturday at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church on the corner of Lindsay Street there and Steel Street in Hamilton and yeah, we'll continue. There's a 11 a.m. session, a one thirty p.m. session and there's lunch. Mm. So you're welcome. Everybody's invited.
0: Wonderful, and it goes for what seven? Seven. The
1: seven presentations. So it's the next seven weeks. Yeah, it's the next four weeks.
0: Okay, the next one. There'll be some Saturday afternoon. You said correct after lunch. Fantastic. Well, that's exciting, and, um, and I'm going to be excited to be coming to Hamilton Church to run a program yeah, in late October. But we'll talk October. about
4: that
1: another that's time. <laughs> that's
0: another, another time People indeed. People
4: won't remember it.
1: Now, now, I've
0: got to tell you about what happened in Cairns. Yeah, tell the us about tree. the stinging I'd tree. I'd never, ever heard of the stinging tree. I did not know that this thing existed. And so I actually took a bit of a wrong turn. It was, I was going up this mountain in the Daintree, this serious hike, it's not for the faint-hearted. It's like a really, really serious hike. It's not very long. It's only about seven, seven and a half kilometers, but it's pretty hectic. Um, takes a couple of hours to go each way. And so anyways, I was coming back and on the way there, there was this section where you could either go left or right. And there was an arrow. And so I even took a picture on my phone. I'm like, Danny, don't go right because that's the wrong way. You got to go left. And follow the arrow It was kind of really You know A little bit vague So anyway So I happened to go down the wrong I missed the arrow And I went right Instead of left And All of a sudden I realised I was lost And I'm like Oh no This is not good And then all of a sudden I felt this pain on my hand and on my leg got pain it was so so nasty and i'm like what on earth something bit me i i thought it was a plant yeah and so anyway i finally managed to get my way out of there i i heard some people up on yeah. the right track and so i managed to get back on the right track but that night when i got back that night i'm telling you i was in such horrendous pain wow. that i have never been in such pain like that wow. before Normally, when I have toothaches or whatever, I take neuruphens. I take a couple of neurophins and that pretty much, you know, knocks me out because I never take medication very rarely, unless I really have to. However, the neuruphens did not do anything, wow. and I and I said to my wife, "I'm like, did you actually give me neuruphens, or was this like some <laughs> placebo effect?" Or so I had, like, I had like four neuruphens, and there was nothing. Nothing was happening. And so, like two, three o'clock in the morning, about two o'clock in the morning, I'm like. I just I was starting to struggle with my breathing. It was such intense pain, like like I've never given birth. This tree looks like stinging tree. It's also called the gimpy gimpy or the Queensland stinger. It's the nastiest stinging tree on the planet. Really? Yeah, and we happen to have it here in Australia. Wow. I was talking to some of the tourists, and they're like. Everything, everything that's wants right. to kill you. The animals want to kill you. The plants want to kill you. Everything. In Australia wants to kill you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's how we keep our population to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, so I'm like, and my wife's like, go to the hospital. <laughs> she can't sleep. I'm like. <gasps> like you know you'd think i was having a baby or something like i've never had a baby um <laughs> <That's> but <good>. <laughs> <laughs> and i've never been in labor but i was reading some of the comments from some of the women that have had babies and have been stung by the stinging train i reckon it's pretty it's really? pretty close depending wow. on where you get stung yeah <laughs> anyway so i go to the hospital and up the road in mosman and we were, we were staying at Port Douglas, went up the road and there was, there was no one there. And anyway, she gave me Endone and finally Endone started to relieve the pain. It was still pretty enormous. So how
1: long did this pain last?
0: Well, it lasted. Um, then the next morning, 9 a.m., um, six hours later, after I got my first Endone and Nurofen's, I, I was told to take one Endone, two Nurofen's, and two Panadols all at the same time. Wow. That's like five all in one hit, and then that kind of knocked out the pain. And praise the Lord! After that, I haven't had to take any endones or panadol's or nurofen. There's no
4: lasting scars or
1: no, 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 there isn't. And
0: you couldn't actually see any rash or anything. No, but it was burning like crazy. It was burning like crazy.
1: Fascinating. I really want to look out, look up what that tree looks like. It it looks harmless. it.
0: It looks harmless. It's it's in the shape of a heart. There's a sermon illustration in this. It is, oh, huge, huge. Absolutely. Yeah. It looks harmless. It's in the shape of a heart. It's nice. and How
1: many things in this world look just like that?
0: Oh, <laughs> it, looks, it looks so lovey-dovey. Yeah. And yet, you know, and I've, I, I read some stories. I hope they're not true. I hope they're like, you know, fake news. But people that have, you know, had to go to the toilet and they've wanted to use one of those leaves, you know, for toilet paper. If that actually happened... I'm telling you, you would, you, I can't imagine, I can't imagine the pain. I hope they're like, you know, yeah. fake news that someone's just yeah, put it up there. Yeah. But if so, I wouldn't believe, I, I, I could, I wouldn't put it past it because the leaf, um, does look, it looks, you know, very sort of soft because that's all the, all the prickles. The prickles are so oh, fine. Anyway, yeah. so that's the story. So I survived that and I'm back. I can still feel the pain a little bit. Yeah. It wow. uh, doesn't, it doesn't like the cold air or the cold water. You were
1: right when you said this needed 10 minutes.
0: I'm telling you, this 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 was huge. So anyway, but it was a, it was a great time. How did you go in California?
1: Oh, you missed our update last week. Justin, oh. I gave a big update, but we had a good time and uh, yeah, we're happy to be back too.
0: Oh, that's good. It was good. Caught up with the family and Caught everyone. Caught up with the
1: family, went to ASI conference, came back.
0: How many went, people were at ASI?
1: I think they had about
0: 2,500. Wow. Far out. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. But
1: we're happy to be home.
0: Happy to be home. And how's the little fella?
1: The little, Judah? The little fella.
0: He's probably he's, not so little. He's probably walking. He's
1: not so little now. He's, Is he crawling? He's crawling. He's crawling. commando crawling. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, he's. I think he said his first word today. We're not sure. I'd like to have him repeat it. But it, it sounded like mama. <laughs> But it only happened once.
0: <laughs> so I was like do it again do it again and
1: no, that doesn't happen again. So who knows, but he's growing. Oh, how
0: many months is he now?
1: He's almost 8 months. Wow.
0: Almost eight months. Amazing, amazing, okay. amazing, amazing, amazing. So that's a story. Well, let's take a look at and see where where we are now. Um, yes. All right. So news. Let's let's get started with the news. So there has been this obviously the, the, this horrible fire mm-hmm. that has taken Gosh. the lives of over a hundred people there in Maui.
1: That's right. We talked about this a little bit last week, but okay. uh, last week they'd only looked over like thirty percent of the burnt. Uh, area and so the death toll is expected to soar. I don't know the latest on that. Do you know?
0: Yeah, they were saying that according to this um, NBC news that I've got, currently 115 people have been identified um, as deceased wow. and there's still about 1,000 to 1,100 who are unaccounted for.
1: Still unaccounted. So
0: for. They're, they're looking for these folk. and You know, they're, there's, there. I mean, this is a, I don't know, I think it's the greatest uh, fire tragedy in U.S. history, from mm-hmm. what I mm-hmm. from from what I read. But oh, there yeah. are so many lessons that have come out of this. Yeah. One, you know, people just didn't have warnings. That's right. They didn't have a warning, and apparently, Maui, the island of Maui, has the most uh, has has the has the biggest warning system on the planet.
1: That's right. But
0: that's designed for hurricanes and tsunamis. Yeah. But not so much for fires. and so. But they thought if you at least sounded an alarm, people would know that there's something going on.
1: That's right. Um, Taj Paklip, who's come here to Australia, run yep. some meetings around the place in different areas. His wife grew up in the area that was devastated and he said... He said, we have loud sirens in Hawaii to warn people of danger, including wildfires. Those in charge choose not to use them for reasons that don't make any sense. He says, the sirens were silent and many who perish received no warning. And that's, reality is just overwhelming grief and trauma for everyone.
0: Mm. You know, I say in my seminars when I share on Bible prophecy, that God hasn't given us Bible prophecy to scare us but to prepare us. That's right. And there's nothing worse than facing, and I, I say these words, and I said these words just recently when I finished the Newcastle University uh, program, which went you know, really well and the, the Lord really blessed. Uh, I shared the words that there's nothing worse than facing an unprecedented crisis unprepared. There's mm-hmm, nothing worse mm-hmm. than not receiving the warning. And here we have a story that's come out, that illustrates that to a T. Mm. And so that's why God gives us Bible prophecies.
1: In a, in a way, that's what this program is all about. That is
0: what this program Sounding is all about. Alarm. Wake it is. up, look up, because, because Jesus, Jesus is coming. Is coming. Exactly, He's exactly. Coming. And so we're going to be looking at a number of um, items in connection with the coming of Jesus.
1: Amen. Well, let's listen to Wendell Kimborough now. Kimbrough, I probably said that wrong, but let's listen to him and enjoy this song.
0: I will not hold
7: back. I will sing this song. I was sinking down till my Savior saw that I needed help. And he came to save. I will not hold back from my Savior's praise. I was so depressed I was so far gone I was lost and dead Till He came along Now my heart is glad And my voice is strong I will not hold back From my Savior's song For He rescued me And He set my feet on a rock where I can sing. How great. songs it is not enough to proclaim the wonders of your love, but i won't slow down and i won't give up i will not hold back from my savior's praise i won't hold back from my savior's praise i won't hold back from my savior's
1: Listening to the Looking Up program, and we are just about to continue discussing current events as they relate to Bible prophecy. But before we do, this is a live broadcast. It's Wednesday, the 23rd of August, and we are excited because we have a prize giveaway today for our listeners who are the first in to text in our code word. How many prizes do we have today, Shell? We got five. Five of these books. It's called A Pause for Peace, and it's written by Clifford Goldstein. Have you read any of his stuff before? Yeah,
0: very good stuff.
1: Fantastic author. Clifford's a great author. Uh, What God's gift of the Sabbath can mean to you. What a great topic. It's called A Pause for Peace. It's all about the Sabbath. And I'll read you a little bit about the book. It says, A recession grips this country, one that has nothing to do with money. It is bankrupting our home lives, depleting our personal energy reserves, and eroding our devotion to God. This is a recession of time. Time to enjoy our family and friends. Time to recuperate from frenzied lifestyles. And time to renew our too often neglected relationship with God. What a great point. Mm, Absolutely. So if you're interested in learning more about what God's gift of the Sabbath can mean to you... Keep listening because we're going to release today's code word, which you need to text into our number. Uh, And if you're one of the first five people to do so, this is a book that's coming to you as a gift. The code the number rather to keep handy is zero four eight 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 one seven sixty four and we'd like you to use that if you have any comments or questions even about today's programme, even prayer requests. All right, Pastor Denny, what have you where were we up all to? All right.
0: Well, let's continue with um, what's taking place in the area of wildfires. There's there's been wildfires in Europe, as we've already commented on in the past and, and continuing really their, hot. their their hot summer and that's all in the context of this being the the hottest year on record.
1: So they're they're attributing these things to climate change.
0: Absolutely, absolutely climate change. We had in July we had three days in one week where we broke the record for the hottest day ever recorded mm. it was like 16.75 or 85 and then it went up to like 17.1 then 17.2 17 point like this is the average temperature on the planet so it doesn't mm. 17 degrees doesn't sound a lot but it's the average temperature on the planet mm. um and so we've never had this before and so in the in in, in light of that this was a headline today from today's abc news unprecedented Canadian wildfires made worse by climate change, scientists find. So Canada is burning,
4: mm.
0: literally burning. And they they showed how this year almost 15 million square hectares have burnt already. Wow. 15 million square hectares. To put that in perspective, if you take a look at the graph of how many hectares have burnt each year, you discover that the next highest was 1995 when about 7 million hectares burnt. So this is double wow. the previous record that's in incredible. one year. Like if I if I just show you this graph.
1: Oh, you, yeah, that's very helpful. You
0: can clearly see <laughs> that, you know, 2023 stands head and shoulders above, you know, all the other years, unfortunately. And so... This is really bringing home and further adding fuel to the fire, if I could use that um, not so not so timely um, metaphor or analogy um, to to the whole climate change mm-hmm. agenda. And we know we know from Bible prophecy that the climate will be out of control as we draw closer to the coming of Jesus. In fact, the first four plagues. The seven last plagues when mm-hmm. probation closes. The first four plagues have got everything to do with, um, you know, the environment or illness, you know, the first one being boils, you know, the second one being, uh, you know, the sea uh, turning to blood red, the third one being the rivers and the streams and the lakes also turning to blood red, and the fourth one being the sun scorching people. Mm-hmm. So, So it's interesting that this is very much part of, you know, where the end time scenario will will end up. And I'm going to share something right at the end of this program that will give people insights, things that they're not going to hear on the news as to as to what may be behind some of these natural disasters that are more and more well, seen as yeah. unprecedented. So we're going to look at what the Bible says and also what... Was written just over 100 years ago in a book called The Great Controversy, which, you know, to a T describes what we are seeing right now and where things will be heading.
1: Well, I look forward to hearing those quotes and, and to discussing that because there's been other things that are unprecedented mm-hmm. happening, like the hurricane that hit uh, California. Oh, yeah, now, let's talk about that so for a moment. We just came from there, and of course, it's summer right now in, mm. in the States, and when we were there, I'm used to summers having summer storms and rain like that, but Justin says over there it doesn't, they don't get rain. You drive through California, the hills are dry, the grass is dead. Like it's, it's really.
0: Especially this time it's of not year. A, it's
1: not a nice time of year to be there if you want to see green. But um, yeah, to have rain, and not just rain, but a hurricane come at this time of year, they say it's never happened before.
0: Well, the last time something similar to this happened was back in the 1920s.
1: Um a you know,
0: year, yeah, hundred years ago. Yeah, almost a hundred years ago. But what's what's interesting is you've got you've got this hurricane, Hillary, yep. which was downgraded to a tropical storm. You've got an earthquake yep. that happens at the same time. And then you've got tornadoes going no, through. No, I miss
1: the tornadoes. So the tell tornadoes. Us about that.
0: Well, this was all happening at the same time. And I was watching actually my sister Lydia, the birthday girl. <laughs> <laughs> the birthday girl, she sent me She sent me this video clip from a Channel 9 News reporter who is there covering the story in California, and she mentions these three, you know, the the tropical storm, um, the earthquake, and now the tornado, and her words were you can't make this stuff up. Mm. They were her literal words, you can't make this stuff up, and it reminds me because that's what my sister says to me all the time, the stuff that she sends me. She's like, you can't make this stuff up, and you just can't. No, this Not is-
1: even AI could generate this. No, not even
0: AI <laughs> can generate it. And talking about AI, <laughs> we mentioned the Maui fires, and I don't know. Well, you did. You, you received a, a text message with a story from uh, a mutual friend of ours, um, that we know, a fellow believer, with uh, you know, with a, a story looking at a book that had been published.
1: Yeah, we talked about this last yeah. week too. Oh, did you? Yeah, by, but go
0: ahead. By Dr. Miles uh, Stones, apparently. Yes. Um, you know, Fire and Fury, the story of the 2023 Maui fire and its implications for climate change. Yep. And it appears, based on my little bit of research that I did, that this was an AI-generated book. Because yeah, because it was because
1: published four days after the fire's...
0: Well, it was published in 2000, and, uh, August 10 and yeah. the fires were August 8, two That's days
1: right.
0: later. Oh, wow. So two days later, it was only like 40 odd pages or so, but it appears that it's AI generated and this same, you know, author, whatever. You must know, have been
1: the first one to put it into the, the- into the AI system.
0: <laughs> uh, but you can buy it on Amazon, apparently, you wow. know, yeah, people are buying it anyway. But what I wanted to say was that you have no idea today whether something's true or not. With artificial intelligence and how rapidly that is changing our world, it's hard to know whether something is true or not. And you're kind of second guessing. And even if someone's actually saying something, is that person actually saying that? Or has someone generated this person to say this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's just phenomenal. It really is phenomenal that we're living in this time. And Jesus said in Matthew 24, on three occasions, Jesus said, you know, the deceptions will be so great in the end that Satan will seek to deceive even the very elect. That's right. Even the very elect. And we used to kind of scratch our heads and wonder what that all means. But unless we have our our eyes in the Word of God, unless unless our minds are fortified with the Word of God, we are going to get taken in. Hook, mm-hmm. line, and sinker, mm-hmm. sure. So mm-hmm. I'm convinced. There,
1: if you're not looking up. And you're looking out. <laughs> Look
4: out. <laughs>
0: Look out, indeed. So, yeah. So that's, that's really, really interesting. And, um, so, so yeah, we need it. We need to keep our eyes in the text. You know, mm-hmm. it's all good and well to spend time on Facebook, I tell people. But if our faces are not in the good book, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth, mm-hmm. if our eyes are not focused and zeroed in there, we can get taken in. That's why I tell people I cannot trust anything other than the Bible. That's yeah. the only document that I trust today. Mm-hmm. And as time goes by.
1: And, it, you, and particularly a paper Bible, because they could change <laughs> the digital correction.
0: <laughs> well, now, 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 there's AI. That's I remember right. coming across a, an AI story, um, where you can, you can ask AI Jesus, you know, you can ask wow. AI Jesus anything, um, regarding your life today, current things that are taking place. Jesus, what do you think about this? What do you think about gender? What do you think about the environment? What do you think? And Jesus will give you a a response.
1: An AI-generated response.
0: An AI-generated response that's appropriate for 2023.
1: Crazy times. Not
0: one that was generated 2,000 years ago that you find in the Bible, but one that is contextual to the times that we are living in.
1: The wonderful thing about the Bible is that it is still... Appropriate and relevant.
0: Amen. In 2023, even more so. Even more so. More than it's ever been relevant and appropriate. R-
1: without AI, <laughs>
0: absolutely. So anyway, so and talking about talking about faith and religion. This was an interesting story that I came across once again. An ABC uh, News website. This was I think yesterday, and the headline was why the COVID nineteen pandemic made some Australians ditch religions and others turn towards it. Now, it was a really interesting, um, article in that it pointed out that during COVID-19, there were many that ditched religion, like established religion, but there were many more that turned to a personal religion Mm. whereby you kind of decide for yourself what works for you. And they were, they were, they were stating the facts that according to the census, that came out in 2021, as in we did the census in 2021 here in Australia. Um, those who, they showed that those who identify as Christian has dropped down to 43.9%. Mm. First time below 50%. Whereas um, in 2016, that figure was 52%. Now it's 43.9%. Whereas those who identify as not religious um, has jumped up from 30 percent to 39 percent and it's it's interesting when you take a look at you know the the stats and you discover where we are today this was another headline from the Sydney Morning Herald um, about a year ago abandoning God Christianity plummets as non-religious surges in census and it showed this graph stating that you have today, Today you have compared to where were we? Um, in nineteen in nineteen eleven, okay, um, the first census when it was conducted, ninety six percent of Australians listed a form of Christianity as their religion.
1: Ninety
0: six. Ninety six, and now we're down to like thirty nine. Wow. Uh, percent, and so the numbers well, are it's very
1: telling with the way society. <laughs> it is. is going. It is
0: absolutely, absolutely, and so. Things are things are dramatically changing, and so more and more people um, have got this spiritual outlook. They've got their own spirituality, as that um, article pointed out. They've got their own spirituality, but it's not tied to a religion, an established religion. And so they they believe that there is an energy, there's a force out there. There is something out there. Yep. However, they are not willing to invest in organized religion and so this is really setting setting the world up for for dis, for deception because we know that spiritualism and satan will work through miracles signs and wonders and spiritualisms of feelings the emotions the things you can see here and everything mm-hmm. he's going to work through that to deceive people because they're not grounded in the word so mm-hmm. they're not interested in being grounded in the word but they're interested in some kind of spirituality
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, amazing stuff well What else have you got there?
0: What else haven't I got here? Um, that's probably the question. (laughs) Here we go. Um, there's uh, a new law that was passed. I didn't even realize. Um, this is not the anti, the, the, no, no, we're not up to that. This is is a new law law banning religious vilification that passed New South Wales Parliament August 3. So what? this is, this is well, yeah, I know. While I we were, while we, about it. while we were away, this all happened, but um, yeah. While the
1: World Cup was on.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. They kind of did it under the radar. Anyway, this anti-vilification Law is an amendment to the Anti-Discrimination Act of 1977, and this is what the law now states. It is unlawful by a public act to incite hatred towards serious contempt for or severe ridicule of a personal group of persons because of their religious belief, affiliation, or activity. Okay, now what's the big deal about this? This is just so broad, we're getting to the point where you will not be able to say anything, even in a loving, kind way, that's biblical that may pinpoint uh, an institution that is not in harmony with God's plan and God's word that's prophetically based, you will not be able to do that. Wow. there are laws and there will be sanctions and there will be fines and potential you know imprisonment, I guess down the now, road That's
1: interesting. I'm reading an article here where they they call it a protection for religious freedom mm. irony ah.
0: Oh. So, so this is so this is yeah, this is on the go, and there's and there's more. We're
1: gonna to have to keep talking about this. Uh, right now, we're gonna to listen to the new Scottish Hymns band of the Father's Love Begotten, and then we continue with uh, that amazing mm. news article. That's incredible.
6: Ere the worlds began to be, He is Alpha and maker, He the source, the ending, He of the things that are, that have been, and that future years shall see, ever. forever blessed when the virgin full of grace by the Holy Ghost conceiving for the Savior
1: Scottish hymns band of the Father's Love Begotten. Beautiful, beautiful music. And mm. you are still listening to the Looking Up program. And let's see here. Should we give them the code word now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? All I right. I think so. So everyone, we have five of these books available today. For the first five people to text in today's code word, the book is A Pause for Peace by Clifford Goldstein, and it's all about what God's gift of the Sabbath can mean to you. If you're interested in getting this book, all you have to do is text today's code word which is l u two three
0: no it's pause l u two three no,
1: no, it's L U two three pause. Oh,
0: okay. Well, then I I need to be in
1: <laughs> But that's right, pause. The word pause. So if you text the, this L U two three pause P A U S E to the number zero four eight 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 one seven six two four, then you will be able to be in the running for this book. Close Fantastic. Five to do so win.
0: Fantastic. Great stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, let's continue. So we were looking at this uh, new law banning religious vilification that passed New South Wales Parliament at the beginning of August. And this is an interesting comment here from the New South Wales Attorney General, Michael Mm -hmm. Daly, in connection with this new law. He says, We are lucky to live in a harmonious society that values respect, tolerance and inclusivity. It says, vilification on the grounds of a person's religion or no belief is completely unacceptable in our community. Now we have a clear law to protect people from public actions that incite hatred or serious contempt or severe ridicule of them on the basis of their religious belief or lack of belief. Mm. And uh, and this is, yeah, New South Wales Minister for Multiculturalism, Steve Camper. He had this to say. New South Wales is one of the most successful multicultural states in the world. Our vibrant multicultural and multi-faith communities enrich our society. It is regrettable to see any expression of vilification towards certain groups based on their beliefs. This, le- this legislation sends a strong message to those people who seek to stir hatred and division in our community. It won't be tolerated. Wow. All right. Now that's heavy. That's heavy because as Seventh day Adventist Christians, we follow in the Protestant Reformers tradition. And by that, I mean, we believe in the historical view of Bible prophecy. We believe that the book of which books is are, the
1: Bible's own, which you is, which is how the it biblical, be
0: exactly. So that's the, that's the biblical. View on Bible prophecy. There are the futurists, the preterists, the idealists, but they are not biblical. And so we are getting to a point where, just like Martin Luther, who stood up for Bible truth, John Wycliffe, John Huss, uh, you know, John Calvin, and the list could go on and on the Waldenses, the Huguenots, the Albigenses, um, these communities that were persecuted because they stood for Bible truth and they were willing to expose that which, which which the bible exposes as that coming from the enemy that being driven by the enemy through human institutions through the through the church of the time mm-hmm. and so the point so the point of this is there's coming a time and I've been saying this for a long time and people have been thinking I'm a bit of a crazy man, Mm -hmm. which I am, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) even more so. And I've been saying the time is coming where you will not be able... To speak on end time Bible prophecy, you will not be able to identify who the, the beast Bible be is. Canceled. Who the beast is, what the image of the beast is, what the mark of the beast is, which is, you know, the third angel's message. You won't be able to identify who the harlot of Revelation 17 is. You won't be able to share any of these things because this will be seen as hate speech. Mm-hmm. This will be seen as vilifying an individual or, or a, or, or a church or an institution or whatever the case may be and if you continue then you will not only be canceled but you, you be, may
1: face a death penalty exactly that's the ultimate. well
0: and that's what revelation speaks of so all these laws that are being drummed up right now yes they have they have a purpose in the here and now but satan is preparing all these laws and the things that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about you know stuff in the financial world some other things that are happening all these things are setting up The world, Satan is setting up the world for the final worship showdown. Where Revelation thirteen will come into clear focus. So all these things are like the preliminary event for the main event that is coming.
1: Absolutely, and you know what? In you know, we're already seeing these things happen with the whole uh, limiting what you can say from the Bible because of. I've just got this article yeah, here. Sure, that's this very is, interesting. Um, a Finnish politician. This came up on my um, YouTube here. A Finnish politician could face jail time after sharing a Bible verse, and I listened to the interview that she had with um, CBN News and this is what she did police are investigating her uh, and this investigation commenced back in June of 2019 a member of the Finnish Lutheran Church this lady, and I can't say her name because I don't know how to say it Finnish, but anyway, uh, this is what she, she's a member of the Lutheran Finnish Church. Her tweet questioned the church's sponsorship of Pride 2019, accompanied by a Bible image of verses from the first chapter of the book of Romans. For this, she just tweeted a picture of Bible verses. Questioning the church's involvement with uh, Pride, of tw- Pride 2019. For this, she was subjected to a total of 13 hours of police interrogations over many months, including being frequently asked by police to explain her understanding of the Bible. What do you mean by this? And this? And this? Um, in fr- April of 2021, Finland's Prosecutor General brought three criminal charges against her. Um, Yeah, and so it just keeps going, but she could face two years in jail or a a huge penalty, Uh, fine. But yeah, just amazing, just because she shared a Bible verse.
0: That's not an isolated incident.
1: No, it's not.
0: You've, you've got people who are being taken in by the police, uh, being arrested for just simply preaching the word on the street, reading from the Bible. They're actually, it's true, often not even preaching. Just like this woman's just sharing a Bible text. Well, we had Israel Falau. Right. Um, and and what happened to him? Now, right online with that, I received an email. Yep. Uh, what? Well, just yesterday? What's today? Wednesday. So it was yesterday from the Australian Christian Lobby. And they send me information. They're, they're, they're a fantastic organisation, and they really look out for religious freedom. Uh, they are, you know, they're non-denominational, and we've had Wendy Francis on this program before. She's uh, one of the one of the main um, individuals part of the Christian Australian Christian lobby. And anyway, so their their new chief executive uh, sends sends an email out every now and then. And what's her name? Let me just give her name before I share. Uh, on this, her name is Michelle Pierce. She's the new CEO of the Australian Christian Lobby. And she was sharing that um, Lyle Shelton, who was once upon a time um, part of the Australian uh, Christian Lobby, he was a former managing director of, of ACL, he has finally won his case. Against uh, a couple of drag queens in a in a legal battle. I saw a
1: news thing about
0: this that. is quite quite incredible. Um, this is this is what he blogged. He he simply blogged his concerns about a drag queen story time event at a Brisbane library, and. A, quiz, uh, a, a Finally, a Queensland tribunal found he had not vilified, talking about the vilification laws that have just been passed in New South Wales, he had not vilified the two drag queens at the centre of that event. All he had done was voice concern that children need to be protected from sexualised role models and should not be exposed to the promotion of gender confusion. And he did so within a narrow legal exception for things said in good faith in the public interest. And so he had to go to court and this thing was dragged on for I think about 2 or 3 years and finally he was you know he was he was acquitted. Um this this is interesting because you it's it's just inc- incredible what is taking place now and when it comes to um prayer parenting and preaching now it's under attack by this conversion practices bill that is being proposed which we're going to get to right now. If you'd like to do oh, yes. that, um, because I know you want to, you want to make comment on that. And so, this proposed legislation in New South Wales poses a threat. And I'm reading from the ACL email that I received poses a threat to the ability of pastors, parents, and medical professions professionals to express views rooted in biblical principles. Mm. And so, although the
1: there's another example of the freedom of speech.
0: <laughs> I'm telling, although the our, our current premier, um, when he was asked on this question in in the debate, and I remember I was watching the debate between him and um, Dominic Perate per- I think that's how you pronounce his surname. Um, our former premier, and they both very clearly stated that the conversion practices legislation would not um, curtail religious freedoms and free speech in connection with religious freedoms. It would not, this bill. But yet what we are seeing now in this draft that's being put out um, that I think was leaked to the Sydney Morning Herald, we can clearly see the writing on the wall. And this is heading in the direction of Victoria.
1: Wow. Yeah, totally. The
0: Victorian... Um, bill that was also, you know, the conversion practices bill that Victoria put out. So, yeah, it's, Amazing. it's incredible. And there's another, another one on this. There's, there's uproar. This is another headline uproar in Yes. That's in New South Wales as you're heading along the, what is it? Uh, what's that, uh, highway called? Um, going from Sydney to Melbourne, the inland road. Is that the Hume Highway? I think it's called the Hume Highway. Anyway, as you're heading, you, you go through Yes. And the headline was Deputy Mayor's Bold Move to Ban Welcome to Sex Book from Local Libraries. Hmm. Um, I won't spend any time talking about that book. Have you heard about that book? No. This is horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. It's designed for teenagers. And like I said, this, this is a program that could be children <laughs> listening. And so I'm not going to go into the details, but this is horrific. And this book is not only sold, it was sold in, um, in, uh, Kmart I think it was or Big W stores and I think there was a lot of pressure and they kind of had to pull the book off the shelves because there was just outrage from parents this was this was this was pornographic. I can say that at least. It was so pornographic. It was so inappropriate for teenagers. And one of the and one of the authors of the book said, I oh, even mature eight to ten year olds um, can access this book and find it very helpful." Just, just absolutely horrible. It's terrible. Anyway, this, um, this, this uh, counselor wanted to get rid of that book from from the library in the yes in the yes library, and so he had such a well well she has she had such a a a difficult job in order to do that and so it's just incredible what what is taking place
1: yeah it's hard to believe when you put them all together you line all the the articles up it's like really this is the world we live in that's why you got to look up (laughs)
0: There's only way we have to look up, and but all these things are telling us that Jesus is coming soon. Absolutely, you know, Jesus said, "As it was in the days of Noah, and lot so it will be." Yeah, and And I
1: I must say, when that hurricane was headed for the for the west coast, and then then there was an earthquake as well, and this is right on the back of fires. I thought, wow, things are happening very fast.
0: They are happening very fast, and there is just so much taking place.
1: is, Is not slowing down.
0: No, it's not slowing down at all. There was, um, here we go. I want to just, uh, highlight this. This is from, um, I received another email from Kiralee Smith. Yes. She's binary. She's a binary <laughs> spokesman and she's being taken to court right now. She's being taken to court. She has said, she says, um, I've been notified that I must appear before the New South Wales Civil and Administrative Tribunal <clears throat> on two separate cases of misgendering males who claim to be female. The New South Wales Anti-Discrimination Board reviewed the claims and referred them to this body that I've just mentioned. And she says, she says that she is being hauled before the court for defending sex-based rights and realities because she's not willing, she's not willing to, to succumb to that which is not true, that males are females or females are males and so on and so forth and especially as it relates to sports she's not willing to succumb to that she's now being taken to court and (laughs) she says stating the truth is now considered violence
4: Oh, dear.
0: This is the world we're living in, and we're going to some music. And after that, I'm going to share with you how the pendulum is beginning to swing.
1: Well, we really need to listen to this song, God (laughs) Is There. It's called Summer Brook and Mountain Faith, bringing us this song, God Is There. And I'm so glad that He is.
0: Amen, amen.
5: hard to take the loss of a loved one when you're fit. I did
1: Summerbrook and Mountain Faith. God is there and this is the Looking Up program and we're, we're just enjoying our time here today. I am, anyway, I hope you are, enjoying our time today as we're talking about just how... Everything that's happening in the world and how it relates to what Jesus said would be happening right before he returns to this planet. And that is the great hope of, mm, of all ages and the great theme of the Bible, the return of Jesus to this world in power and glory. Uh, before we continue with this conversation, we want to remind you that there is a prize giveaway. There's only... A couple of copies, five in total. I'm not sure how many we have left at this point, but it's called "A Pause for Peace," and it's by Clifford Goldstein. What God's gift of the Sabbath can mean to you, if you're interested, you want this book, please text this word to zero uh, four eight 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 one seven sixty four. The word is L U two three pause P A U S E. Just text L U two three pause, all one word, uh, no spaces, no emojis. Text it to 0488 817 64, and you will be in the running for that if it hasn't already gone. I think mm. you've got a good chance from what I can see in front of me right now. All right, over to you, Pastor Danny.
0: All right, okay. So we've been talking about uh, where where things are heading as far as Christians under attack. Um, there's never been a time in, in our history where Christianity has been under such sustained attack from so many different areas, mm-hmm. um, especially from from a governmental point of view, and some of the laws that are coming through, you know, we've talked about the you know the conversion um, practices bill that's on the agenda in New South Wales. And by the way, from what I understand, the, the government want to table that in November, so there's only a couple of months. Of submissions and you know discussions and so forth. So it's, it's, that's not a lot, of, and, and that's not a lot of time. And so before I before I springboard into into what's happening in America and how the pendulum is there really beginning to swing in America. You know, let's not even talk about Donald Trump's fourth indictment. Um, you know, with the whole Georgia voting uh, you know issue and so forth, and a whole bunch of his mates being indicted with him, and how that is further polarizing. You know, the United States, I mean, you were there. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess depending on where you are and who you're hanging out with, you, you feel that polarization more or less, but. The United States of America are anything but united right now. Mm. And so we are clearly seeing, we are see, clearly seeing the ingredients coming together for, for, for something great and grand, probably, and, and not, not in a positive way. And because the United States is at the very heart of Bible prophecy, it's at the very center. That's kind of the ground zero of end time prophecy where it's all going to springboard from there. We know right. that from the book of Revelation. So it's interesting that this, a uh, Republican congressman, uh, by the, by the name of Alex Mooney. He introduced, I'm not sure if he has introduced or if he will introduce, uh, a bill in the, in the House called the Fidelity Month Bill huh. in order to rededicate the United States to its core values. So this is what he has to say. He says, um, this bill would designate one month every year, and he's suggesting the month be June. Yeah. Do you know what June month is? is Otherwise, Pride? yeah, that's Pride Month. Interesting. So instead of Pride Month, that this be legislated, you know, by Congress, Fidelity Month, mm. with the hope that Americans will unite in rededicating themselves to the values of faith. Family and patriotism. He says, "Our survival as a country depends on the shared bonds of faith, family, and patriotism." Mm. He's from West. He's a West Virginian Republican. He says it is therefore fitting to observe a month where Americans of all faiths and beliefs can come together to reaffirm and rededicate ourselves to our core values. And he goes on and he talks about um, you know the slide. In values in morals that have gripped the United States of America, and he gives it gives a couple of statistics. He says this year, a particular poll that his references uh, revealed Americans' view of patriotism being as very important has dropped from seventy percent to thirty eight percent. The view of religion being very important has decreased from 62 to 39%. So this first poll was conducted in 1998. Okay. So 25 years later in 2023, these are the statistics from 62 to 39% when it comes to patriotism being very important or, or where are we here? Um, uh, what was the other one? Religion being very important from 62 to 39. The other one was from 70 to 38. And check this one out now. You've just had a baby. The view of having children as being very important has gone down from 59% in 1998 to 30% in 2023. And being involved in community dropped down to 27%. Wow. The view of money being very important however has risen from 31 to 43%. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's yeah, he says as a society, I'm reading from what from what he says, as a society, we've removed God from schools, encouraged elimination of the nuclear family, disregarded our national anthem and ignored the Judeo-Christian values that America was founded upon. And he says, Fidelity Month will help ensure our survival as a country by reinstating the core American values of faith, family, country and community for generations to come. And he goes on and he talks and he actually quotes, um, you know, President John Adams, which I understand was the first president of the United States. No, was it? Um, no, it was Washington, wasn't it? Anyway, one one of the first presidents, one of the first presidents (laughs) of the United (laughs) States, he says, uh, John Adams stated, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Mm. And he says... The success, and now he's, and now I'm quoting this congressman, the success of our experiment as the world's longest running republic has been possible because biblical and family values fostered self-governance and limited government. And he goes on and talks about, you know, uh, why this bill is so important. Anyway, the, the, the point of this is there is more and more talk now as, as morality continues to grow and laws that are immoral are being enacted by Congress there in the United States of America, signed by the president, by the various state governors, and so on and so forth. That is leading, that is leading to the destruction of the nuclear family. And we know from history, sure. So we know as goes the family, so goes society. So true. As goes the family, so goes society. So, and as, as, um, an interest in God and the ways of God and the commandments of God, as, there is high interest, and there is high and and there is whole high buying to the law of God. the The community prospers, and even the Bible says, you know, the Bible in Proverbs says that you know uh, a there's
4: nation.
0: A, yeah, go ahead. No, a nation, a nation that is focused on following God is a nation that succeeds and, and does flourishes well and flourishes. Yeah,
1: there's blessings in God's name. Absolutely,
0: way. and I mean they sing "God Bless America."
1: Yeah. It's all over the money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. In God we trust. But yet the nation is moving away. So Mm. this is leading to that pendulum swing that we continually talk about, which Revelation thirteen three talks about. You know this deadly wound that was inflicted by you know the through the French Revolution. And I talk about I talk about the three revolutions. Mm. You've got the industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. Okay, that that kicked off at the time of the end, 1798. Then the next revolution we've got, the I referred to as the sexual revolution or the sexual devolution, okay, <laughs> and that's destroying families, mm-hmm. okay, and society. Then you have moral revolution. Mm-hmm. The moral revolution will be where the pendulum swings. And so immorality now is being legislated, but the day is going to come when morality will be legislated. And this is just the beginning.
1: Ah, amazing.
0: And this is all part of Daniel 11, where it talks about the king of the north and the king of the south.
1: And that pendulum swing, I mean, the pendulum is going further and further out right now. And and I think we've talked about this before, but you think it's going to keep going out a bit further. But whenever it comes back, it's going to come back hard. It's
0: going to come back very, very hard. And fast. Hard, And and that's that's because everything's going to be falling out of the bottom. And in our last segment, so... We're going to have the news after this segment. In our last segment, I'm going to be sharing from the book, The Great Controversy, words that I was just reading this morning and I'm like, I have to share this message. Otherwise, I'll be like those Maui sirens that never went off. And we want to encourage people to read the book, The Great Controversy. So, folk, you will need to... this
1: is not an AI-generated book? This
0: is not an AI-generated book. This book was published well over 100 years ago. Um, And
1: yet it's speaking to right now?
0: This is the 1911 edition, but this vision that this woman had, that God first gave to her, the Great Controversy vision, was, if I remember correctly, somewhere in about 1858. So we're talking 150 years ago it's in line with what scripture shares, except for it's expounded upon in an incredible way. So we're going to be looking at that Mm. um, after that. But let me just get to a few more headlines because you got a bit of time. time. So it's interesting um, on that, on that, we also have, we also have in Congress three former military officials who gave testimony regarding UFOs. Do you remember coming across that at all? Just yeah, so this ahead. so this so this this is just very recent. This was like a month and a bit ago. Three former military officials told Congress on Wednesday that they believe the government knows much more about UFOs than it is telling the public. A House Oversight Subcommittee held a hearing on UFOs officially known as unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, and heard mystifying testimony about unexplained object sighting and government possession of non-human biological matter. I'll leave it there. I won't read any anymore. But the point here, and people may be thinking, what on earth is Dan doing? Why is he bringing <laughs> UFOs into the picture? This is the whole point. Satan is going to use all sorts of means. Yes. And he's going to use what... People will think uh, UFOs or these UAPs, um, some kind of extraterrestrial being like like E.T. We're being set up by Hollywood. (laughs) Absolutely. We're being set up by Hollywood and Satan will use signs and miracles and wonders and the supernatural in order to deceive. Back to the words of Jesus, even to deceive the very elect. That is why we need to know what the Bible says because this book, The Great Controversy, actually talks about that. It actually talks about, you know, Satan impersonating even Christ in order to deceive even the very elect. Well,
1: the Bible even says that Satan can, you know, present himself as an angel of light.
0: Absolutely. So
1: he can can impersonate. Coming of Jesus, but not the way that the Bible not says the way, Jesus that, will come, and
0: that is why the Bible is our only hope.
4: Yes,
1: the
0: Bible is our only hope, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if we don't have the Bible, we're going to be we're going to be toast. We are just going to be toast. We don't stand a chance. And I worse
1: than toast, worse than toast. Because
0: <laughs> I, I like toast. <laughs> okay, burnt toast. <laughs> okay. like terribly charcoal burnt toast. No, Marmite. Um, that is that that is really really fascinating. Another quick uh, story here. We've got regarding uh, we've talked about we've talked about money and um the transition <clears throat> to a cashless society. You know, the central bank digital currency is the first programmable currency. Digital IDs that are being rolled out um, in in some countries and digital IDs that are being uh, looked into by a whole host of countries. So you've got digital IDs, you've got the central bank digital currency. Everything's going digital, and Revelation thirteen tells us that there will be implications for those that don't 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 go along with the final end time worship narrative there will be financial implications you won't be able to buy and sell mm-hmm. you know if you don't have an id you don't have a central bank digital currency account you're not oh, and you're we're not,
1: totally moving in that direction cuz i can even buy things with my watch
0: exactly exactly so people are like you know credit cards are like who cares about credit cards There's
1: digital currency going. absolutely
0: absolutely and just on that Nigel Farage have you heard of I've Nigel heard Farage that, yeah Nick. Nigel Farage he was he was at the he was he's a, he's a conservative politician and he was at the head of Brexit you know he was at the head of the team to get you know the UK out of the European Union and his bank account was closed his bank account was closed by his bank they gave a couple of different reasons but literally it was closed because of his highly political, politically active, um, you know, ways of, of him addressing various issues of concern. And the bank, because there was a big uproar and like he's a, he's a big figure, he's a big figure, there's a big uproar and the bank was like worrying about the fallout. And conservatives leaving the bank, which what happened with America and, you know, we heard with Bud Light and so on and so forth. And so they apologised to him. But he's saying he is one of many that have had their bank accounts closed and cancelled by the bank because they have a different ideology than what the bank subscribes to.
4: Mm.
0: Can you believe it? We've come to that point that what you write and what you say will determine whether you continue to be a bank customer.
1: It's almost like what's going on in China with the social credit. Exactly, policy.
0: exactly. We haven't even talked about that, and we don't have time to talk about that. And then there was another headline, because we're, we're definitely out of time. The Supreme Court is taking a wrecking ball to the wall between church and state.
1: What?
5: Oh, this like, is
0: huge.
1: You had to bring that up right now? I know.
0: We're going to deal with that next week, maybe, <laughs> oh, um, wow. or the week after. So, That's but yeah. Great- the, this is talking about yeah, what's happening in the Supreme Court,
1: Amazing. and this
0: pendulum swing once again.
1: Amazing. Well, friends, in light of all of these things, we need to be close to Jesus. And this next song, Malita Fong is bringing to us, "Stand By Me." Then we have the news, and we will continue.
4: life are aging. Stand by me. When the storms of life are aging. Stand by me. Out on the sea Thou who rulest wind and water Stand by me to fail thou who never
3: you need answered the popular question of the day segment has moved lyle southwell will answer every bible question you have on his new time spot thursdays at 5 p.m eastern standard time on faith fm during the afternoons with shell program so send your questions to info at faithfm.com.au or text us at 4 808 56
1: listening to the looking up program we are almost at the end of today's broadcast uh, for this show but wow what a what a program it has been and just a quick reminder text in the code word lu23 pause if you want to be in the running for today's book a pause for peace there's only five copies available so have a go text that word in lu23 pause to 0488
0: 817 624 Mm, amen amen well us, huge 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 okay um as i shared earlier um in this book the great controversy which was uh, inspired by a vision that god gave to a woman by the name of ellen white who received the gift of prophecy from god she had this vision in 1858 and uh Over the course of a number of decades, from 1858 all the way through to 1911, uh, she continued to expand on this vision that God gave her. Mm -hmm. So the book that I have is the 1911 version, which is the, the, the final version. So she had the vision in 1858, and she wrote the vision down. Then she expanded that into um, another book that came out in 1884. Then the third edition was 1888, and this is the 1911 edition. So this is over 110 years ago. And God gave her revelations to help us understand a lot more of the nuts and bolts of what would take place at the end of time. This is a book, The Great Controversy, that everyone needs to read. Either you need to read it um, in print. Um, We'd be happy somehow to get it to you if you don't have one. Um, you You can listen to it online. You can read it online. It's available, The Great Controversy by Ellen White. Let me share with you what she has to say concerning nature and its upheaval. So I'm reading here from page 590. This is what she writes. Satan works through the elements also to garner his harvest of unprepared souls. He has studied the secrets of the laboratories of nature, and he uses all his power to control the elements as far as God allows. Mm-hmm. When he when he was suffered to afflict Job, how quickly flocks and herds, servants and houses, children were swept away. One trouble succeeded another in a moment. It is God that shields his creatures and hedges them in from the power of the destroyer. But notice these next words, but the Christian world have shown contempt for the law of Jehovah. That's what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. This is where we are heading. And the Lord will do just as he declared that he would. He will withdraw his blessings. And that's what's happening right now. God is withdrawing his blessings. Satan is at work. And some of these unprecedented, well, not some, many of these unprecedented fires, hurricanes, storms, you fill in the blanks, are being, I believe, in a great way caused by Satan. God will withdraw his blessings from the earth and remove his protecting care from those who are rebelling against his law and teaching and forcing others to do the same. And guess where the major mayhem around the world is taking place when it comes to natural and environmental disasters? It's taking place in the West, Europe, the United States, North true. America, including Australia. Um, and then it goes on, it says here, while appearing to the children of men as a great physician who can heal all their maladies, he will bring disease and disaster until populous cities are reduced to ruin and desolation. And then he goes on, then, 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 then he also goes on, Ellen White says, Satan is exercising his power. He sweeps away the ripening harvest, and famine and distress follow. He imparts to the air a deadly taint, and thousands perish by the pestilence. Mm. These visitations are to become more and more frequent and disastrous. And then notice, I'm just sort of picking out bits and pieces. She says, it will be declared that men are offending God by the violation of the Sunday Sabbath. That's where everything is heading. That's that final worship showdown. Yes. That this sin has brought calamities which will not cease until Sunday observance shall be strictly enforced. This is, this is some of the, some of the language that is being shared there in Congress when it comes, not so much necessarily to Sunday, but, there is a little bit of that, but morality. Yes. We just read about that, the Fidelity Bill.
1: Yes, well, and, and in terms of climate change too.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And those who present the claims of the Fourth Commandment, thus destroying reverence for Sunday, are troublers of the people, preventing their restoration to divine favour and temporal prosperity. You know, that that whole line of... Peace and safety. Now, Mm -hmm. let me share with you a little here on on regarding this um uh, regarding the morality, and this is in the chapter the impending conflict. Okay, chapter thirty six. Um, she goes on here and she she talks a little bit about here uh, about about the morality. She says, "Let me get this. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is really interesting." She's talking about. the individuals, and this is still yet to come, but this is where we are trending, those that will be pushing for Sunday to be set aside as a day for the family, for the environment, um, to save the world, to save the United States of America. She says, this very class... She says this very class, she's talking about religious leaders, religious teachers, she says this very class put forth the claim that the fast spreading corruption is largely attributable to the desecration of the so-called Christian Sabbath and the enforcement of Sunday observance would greatly improve morals of society. Where are morals now? They're, they're down the tube. <laughs> down she says this claim is especially urged in America where the doctrine of the true Sabbath has been most widely Preached. Uh, she goes on and um, she says, and this is really interesting. Uh, she says, through the two great errors, the immortality of the soul, which is spiritualism, which Hollywood is spending so much time and energy promoting, and Sunday sacredness, Satan will bring the people under his deceptions. While the former lays the foundation of spiritualism, the latter creates a bond of sympathy with Rome. The Protestants of the United States will be foremost in stretching their hands across the Gulf to grasp hands with spiritualism. That's, that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. They will reach over the abyss to clasp hands with the Roman power and under the influence of this threefold union. So Protestantism, the papacy, and spiritualism she says this country speaking of the United States of America will follow in the steps of Rome in trampling on the rights of conscience wow so this is this is all happening before our very eyes and um and when you when you read some of these things you just like you know we, we are watching what's going on right now watching what's going on right now um she says here this is another, I mean, there is so much. People just need to read the whole book and especially these last eight chapters from chapter 35, which is mm-hmm. interesting. You can read it.
1: You can
4: even listen to
1: it. Yeah.
0: Liberty of conscience threatened. Um, she, this is this is what's interesting. She, she writes here, talking about the supernatural, we talked about the UFOs mm-hmm. and people not wanting to be involved in an established, organized religion, but believing in their own religion and we've got the new age and spiritualism and we've got Hollywood that is pumping out one movie after another that has, you know, spiritualism lacing the entire movie. This is what she says. The miracle working power manifested through spiritualism will exert its influence against those who choose to obey God rather than men. Mm -hmm. Communications from the spirits will declare that God has sent them to convince the rejectors of Sunday of their error affirming that the laws of the land should be obeyed as the law of God. Mm. Okay. So this is this is what the enemy is setting people up for. They will lament they will lament that is these these spirits will lament the great wickedness in the world. And second, the testimony of religious te- teachers that the degraded state of morals do we have that right now? Yes, we do. The degraded state of morals is caused by the desecration of Sunday. Great will be the indignation excited against all who refuse to accept their testimony. Wow! So let's let's just talk a little bit about this. Well, I oh, know oh, before that, before that, I've got to, I've got to just share this. Whew, this is huge, huge, huge. She says. Those who honor the Bible Sabbath will be denounced as enemies of law and order, Mm -hmm. as breaking down the moral restraints of society, causing anarchy and corruption, and calling down the judgments of God upon the earth. That's through natural disasters. Mm -hmm. Can you see? Immorality and judgments, natural disasters going hand in hand. Yep. She goes on. Their conscientious scruples will be pronounced obstinacy, stubbornness, and contempt of authority. They will be accused of disaffection toward the government. <laughs> and it goes on and talks about that. So so let's let, let let's try and pull these pieces together. So what do we have here? We've got a scenario at the end of time where morality has got to the point where everything is falling apart. In our society, and to give you to give you the evidence, let's just take a look at the United States of America. This was from I think the Christian Broadcasting Network. In the United States, so far in 2023, 25,198 people have been killed by gun violence. That's 118 people a day wow. in the United States of America. Mm. 879 teens, 170 children of that mm. number over fourteen thousand deaths by suicide mm. okay in the united states of america um binge drinking in adults aged 35 to 50 at nearly 30 mm-hmm. percent daily marijuana use 6.5 percent of these same adults hallucinogen use 4.1 percent of 35 to 50 year olds we're talking numbers huge mm. numbers and mm. the natural disasters which we see
1: There's all these other kinds of drugs fentanyl and stuff Exactly.
0: Together. So the religious right, what are they saying? We need to get back to where?
1: To the Bible, to God.
0: We need to get back to God. That's our only hope. That's mm-hmm. our only hope. God is bringing these judgments down. These are a wake-up call from God trying to get our attention to bring us back on the right path. And sooner rather than later, you're going to be hearing more and more discussion about potentially setting a day aside for the family for the environment, the environmentalists are going to get along. That's why I call it the Sunday solution yep. that brings the right and the left together, the left that, that promote the environment and the right that promote marriage and family. How are you going to bring them together? Through the Sunday solution. It's in this book.
1: Oh, wow.
0: It's right. And guess what? Guess what? What, what, what? what? Those eight chapters. Yes. Okay? In particular, yeah, but, in, in particular from say. chapter 35 to chapter 42, those last, last um, chapters, Chapter 35, Liberty of Conscience Threatened. Chapter 36, The Impending Conflict. I'm going to skip over 37. I'm going to come back to that. Chapter 38, The Final Warning. Chapter 39, The Time of Trouble. These are all the end time chapters. Chapter 37, God instructed and inspired Ellen White to use the Bible as the only way forward. And chapter 37 is entitled, The Scriptures a Safeguard.
1: Amen. That's amazing you know what else if you look at that when where does it talk about the coming of Jesus how many chapters
0: the coming of Jesus
1: is it the, the, the deliverance final deliverance or anything
0: desolation of the earth chapter 41 all God's people delivered chapter 40 and the great controversy ended chapter 42 like
1: when you look at it all there it's not far away is it no
0: no we are right there liberty of conscience threatened yeah we had a bit of a taste of that in the last few years. So we're right there, and, um, and it's yeah, fascinating. There's a whole heap more I want to share from this book, but we'll do that another time. But the bottom line is the, what we are seeing right now is fitting the biblical narrative that we've had for over 2,000 years, for 2,500 years, the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation 2,000 years ago, and this book that God, that God gave this vision in 1858, over oh 150 days. years ago
1: so if someone's listening and they're like I don't know how to read the Bible I've never studied it before what would you say to them?
0: I would say, let us know. Send us a message. We will get you in touch with someone who will study the Bible with you. Whether you can read or write or not, it matters not, we'll find someone, no matter where you live in Australia, we'll find someone to study the Bible with you, to prepare you for the soon return of Jesus.
1: Amen. So if that's you and you're interested in taking up that offer, zero four eight 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 one seven six two four. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Well, we have had an amazing time. It's been huge. It's gone quick. I
0: did tell you it was going to be huge.
1: It went too quickly. It did. So we need to, uh, we need to wrap this up, but we have one more song that we should listen to. This is by Lauren Day and it's entitled To the Table. After that, Pastor Daniel will have a final word for us.
6: Of love that's calling, there's a chair that waits for you, and a friend who understands everything you're going through. standing at a distance In the shadow of your shade There's a light of hope that's shining Won't you come and take your place And bring it all table, there's nothing He ain't seen before, all your sin, all your sorrow, and your sadness, there's a Savior and He calls, bring it all to the table. see the weight you carry. The fear that haunts your heart. Through the cross you've been forgiven. You're accepted as you
1: to the table and wow time has flown here for us today on Looking Up program as we have these final moments Pastor Danny what are the final thoughts that you'd like to leave with our listeners today
0: well folk after this pretty epic uh, program where we've really taken a very close look at not only what's taking place around the world which uh, most of us would be well aware of but how this connects with the soon return of Jesus in particular looking at some of these statements from the great controversy this incredible book that everyone needs to read and by the way uh, God showed Alan White that Satan would try and cancel her you know what I mean by cancel her, don't you, Sharissa? Yes. That he would take her out, um, that he would take seek to take her life before she could write this book, and he attempted to do that. But God intervened, and God spared her life because this book was meant to be read by us to prepare us for the soon return of Jesus. And so in light of all that, I want to just encourage us all to be looking up because we really need to be drawing closer and closer to Jesus every day. And the best way to draw close to Jesus is to share, mm-hmm. to share with others, to prepare others for his soon return. And so I just want to share a couple of scriptures, one from John 14, 29, where Jesus says, And now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe, that you may believe. And John three sixteen, tells us that for whoever believes in Christ shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And this wonderful scripture here in John 16, 21 and 22 Uh, This will be really encouraging for those who are going to be going through that time of trouble, that very difficult time because of their faith in Jesus and their wanting to be faithful and loyal to him. A woman, this is John 16, 21 and 22. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you. Amen. And that's what we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to that joy that will follow the sorrow. The joy that will follow the, you know, the faithful, enduring, the patience of the saints mm-hmm. as uh Revelation 1412 describes God's end time people. So I just want to encourage people just to keep hanging on to Jesus. He won't let you go. He won't let you down. He will see you through today, tomorrow, next week. All the way through to the end, he will not let you go. He will help you to get through whatever you're going through right now yes. and whatever you may go through in the coming days.
1: Praise the Lord. That's, that's something we need to hold on to and never forget. Amen. That God will bring us through. Well, Pastor Danny, would you like to close
4: with prayer?
0: Sure. Father in heaven, we want to thank you and praise you so much for your word. We want to thank you that you've given us these warnings of love. Mm -hmm. You've helped us to know where we are in the stream of time so that we can prepare ourselves for your soon return and also prepare others that they too may be ready for that great and awesome day when you will extinguish once and forevermore all suffering, sorrow, sadness and sin. Lord, we're looking forward to that day. May we all be found looking up when you come saying behold this is our God we have waited for him and he has come to save us this is our prayer in Jesus name Amen
1: Amen well we have so enjoyed your company with us this week it's been a good time and we hope that you will join us again same time next week for another edition of this program we also want to encourage you to stay tuned to this channel because there's another live broadcast coming to you from Adelaide it's the drive time show so stay here and there's so many good things on the Faith FM it's just you could listen Twenty four seven, but you Amen. need to sleep. You need to sleep. Uh, so next week, what are we doing?
0: Next week, we're going to continue this journey. All right. Um, be a
1: surprise. It'll maybe. be a surprise. Like I'll be, always. I'll
0: be as surprised as everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another wonderful broadcast.
0: As the Lord leads during the week, that's what will happen next time we meet.
1: <laughs> All right. So until then, may God bless you. And we look forward to yeah continuing these conversations, this Bible study with you next week. And remember, as we part, that fear looks around, regret looks back, but faith, it always looks up. So keep looking up. Keep looking to Jesus. He's coming soon. God bless you all. Keep
3: looking up. Don't give up. Don't give up. When there's pain deep in your heart. Keep looking up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Should the tears begin to start. With a prayer, all your cares, he will cast into the depths of the sea. His love is always there for me.